When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A Dadsnet original podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. <laughs> This is Loose Dads from the Dads Net. It is some dads together talking about being dads, varying experiences, all sorts of different opinions, all flying at you on one podcast. Coming up today, we're going to be finding out who's won or lost parenting for the week. There's the big dad joke-off. It's joke-off, nothing else. Joke-off. It might sound like something else, but it's not something else. We're going to be looking inside the news and also going to be asking the big question it's all about bonding with your kids but first of all guys please does anyone ever have this thing and i'm asking for a friend here where you you know you're um you, you're sitting with your kids watching something on the telly and then you're so engrossed in it 20 minutes later they've gone off and done something else and you're still sat there watching it and really enjoying it asking for a friend really are we <laughs> <laughs> there isn't one jim come on what cartoon are you watching when your kid's not there all right. Well, it's Ricky Zoom. And actually, I'd like you to know that motorbike is the king. He is the Don. He's got the stunts. He's got the excitement. He's got the friends. It's ace. Genuinely can't resist watching it on my own sometimes. I even turn it on when the kids aren't even in the room sometimes. Worrying. I mean, with a review like that, Jim, I'm happy to give it a go uh, and see what this hype is and what you're talking about. So when is it on? This show is in association with Ricky Zoom which you can watch in the USA on Nickelodeon. If you're in the UK, it's on Milkshake. And keep an eye out for the Christmas special. Genuinely really enjoyed last year's Christmas special, so I can't wait for this new one. (laughs) Still emotional from it. It's really serious about it, isn't it? Seriously, you should see my Amazon review that I wrote for it. It was five stars and glowing. Right, let's get on with it. It's Loose Trumps. It's time to find out who is winning or otherwise this week. And uh, I'll introduce the panel, first of all. We'll go to Brad. Hello, Brad. How are you doing? I'm very well, Jim. How are you on this fine day? I'm all right. I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah. I'm, I'm happier to see you lot. You know, I've had some computer trouble. Oh, you know what? I, Jim, I, I, I have to say that I, I thoroughly look forward to these uh, these podcast sessions. I, have I mean, no, that says... I mean, I have no friends anyway, so you guys are like... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like he's sucking up now. <laughs> it really does. But Jim, there's I'm always really that twist with Brad, friends. isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> You're just waiting uh, for it. Jack, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And Sparky's here as well. Hello, Sparky. How you doing, Jim? All right, mate. Uh, come on, we'll get you out of that grumpy dad. My computer doesn't work <laughs> mood. Don't worry, Do you, 
this is the problem, right? If you if you have a day when your computer doesn't work and you're employed by a company, that's brilliant because you don't do any work all day, you still get paid. When you're self-employed and that happens, you're just sitting there going, I'm not earning any money. It's happening. Jim, have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> don't, don't. Oh. I can see the vein in his head. <laughs> this is why I need an IT department. <laughs> right, let's move on. First thing then, loose trumps. This is where we find out who's won or lost the week. I ask you a question. The highest or the lowest answer wins. And uh, the first question is this. How many items are on your stairs waiting to be taken upstairs right now, Brad? Zero. But that's because we're having work done in the house and I barely have stairs as it is. I've got no carpet. I've got nothing. I've literally just got bare wood. You've got minus things on your stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so zero from Brad. I'm thinking lowest wins on this one. Uh, Sparky, how many things are on these stairs waiting to go upstairs at your house? Well, if it's lowest wins, I've lost. Um, Like (laughs) I I counted just as I came upstairs to my little uh, podcast studio. um, And seven, including uh, a mascara. She must have just had a handbag clear out or something. But there's a mascara there, some fake eyelashes, an extension plug. uh, Oh, uh, a new steamer. (laughs) I bought because I can't be asked to get the iron out anymore so I just (laughs) hold this like gun thing in front of my clothes and it blows steam at them and yeah the still has creased but it's on the stairs so that's how that's how well that's working for me you've got an item for your laziness and you're too lazy to even take it to your clothes (laughs) hold on no when you put an item on the stairs your partner can take it upstairs too she's lazy too man come on (laughs) so Jack how many is it for you so I've got a big answer wrapped in a smug answer initially two not bad Uh, but one of them is a bag of about 12 toys so about 14 (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we've got some felt tips a hat and then there's uh, a a doll as well so three you know uh, that's not bad actually that's pretty good level for us normally it's a lot higher than that so someone must have caved in in the last few days I think I mean if I was really smart I'd just go and take everything upstairs and claim the victory wouldn't I (laughs) um, very true yes Yes. Uh, second question then uh, Brad is the winner there for having the lowest um, how many I think this is going to be a lowest wins as well how many of the last 20 photos on your camera roll are of your kids so let's go to Jack six because the rest of them are of the things that are on the stairs because I'm trying to sell them on Facebook Marketplace <laughs> been there so long <laughs> so it's not of the kids it's of their toys but not of the kids okay fair enough um so we'll go to sparky then um i have uh, just 17 of the last 20 of my, of my son <laughs> impressive Jack. yeah i mean does it count if i'm in some of them too you know them weird selfies yeah. that you do uh, brad what is it for you well guys i am a sign of your future because uh, as the kids get older you take a hell of a lot less photos to be honest I've only got two and that's and that's my kids accessing my phone and taking selfies oh. Brad it's um, we, probably we shouldn't ask what the other what's the contents of those other 18 photos uh-huh. <laughs> I see what you're doing there I see I still I still Sparky I still haven't figured out how to go and change the settings of WhatsApp I still haven't done it yet Brad I'm, has I'm, a I'm asking I'm asking for directly trouble. to camera roll problem and uh, <laughs> uh, I've got I've got eight of my kids out of the last twenty, and, and you know I mean it seems cruel to say the lowest wins there, but um, <laughs> it is sometimes nice to remember you've got a life doing other things as well. Sometimes, <laughs> Jim, are the other twelve pictures on your phone pictures of the back of a computer that you're trying to send to an engineer? Like, what does this mean? Like, help me! <laughs> right, well, Brad wins again. Well done. Yes. Um, 
And I think uh, let's go for this as um, a sign of thriftiness and sustainability and fashion and stuff. This, the highest wins on this. How old is your longest serving piece of underwear that is still in general use? Brad, to you. Yeah, uh, only three months. Three months. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three pri- months. Pri- prior to that, though, guys, I had I had jocks that I'd had for probably about four years, and it was time for me to. Uh, to, to replace him. So, you know, like when you've got your little waist section there and it, and it starts tearing away from the main boxer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, I had, I had like four of those and I was like, every time you bent down, not only did I show my butt crack, but I was also so, showing some cheeks off as well. So <laughs> I decided so now was, that was the time like to replace it. like a Nicki Minaj video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <dude. laughs> yeah. I was trying to do a bit of twerking and everything, you know? <laughs> so side topic a little bit, is that where your pants wear out? Along the band. Oh well, no, no. Yeah. For me, no. Yeah. For me, um, it's uh, in the the crutch. Like I must have quite a, t- a tight thigh gap, yeah. boys. Like, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, so where your thighs? In the rub? gooch. Yeah, the, the, yeah, in the gooch. Oh, sort the of gooch. starts or, to disappear, and they end up the coming gusset. like, yeah, like a pair of sexy crutchless. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's time. There to is a humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> I know oh, it's there's time. There's nothing sexy about it. Let me tell you the truth. I know it's time to get a new pair of pants when my bollocks fall out the current pair. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what though, right? My old boxers just suddenly disappeared when I moved in with uh, my missus. We've lived in together for like about a year and a half now and things would go in the wash and just not come out of the wash ever again. I was like, where's them pants? I don't know, babe. And like, so is it, do you guys, has this happened to you? Was it around the time you had that bonfire? (laughs) Hey mate, we've got an open fire. I mean, God knows what she's burnt on there. Perfect. How about for you, Jack? Gee. Okay, I've still got a pair of pants that have my university name on the waistband. And I graduated 11 years ago. (laughs) We don't want to see the gusset of them, Jack. (laughs) That's just for special evenings. They've seen some things, man. They've been through some places. No, I have to say, the gusset has held up extremely well on this. Wow, you you should give us all a recommendation of the brand. (laughs) University of West England. (laughs) Jim. Uh, it's, It's like four or five years um, but that's only one or two because I, I tend to get quite a lot given uh, at Christmas and you know there's that joke about getting pants and socks at Christmas but I don't know if you've noticed this as you get older I'm delighted if someone gets yeah. me those at Christmas oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely delighted to have new pants and socks oh it's the way forward definitely <laughs> mate. I feel like my Christmas list consists of things I can't be asked to buy for myself so like, it. it's yeah. like the things yeah. that you don't want to buy for yourself like that like I had a yeah. mate once who just used to get for his from his mum for Christmas 12 deodorants and 12 shower gels like yeah, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> she's like happy Christmas and he's like banging I was like are you sure you're happy with that use I'm, I'm always sad if I don't get a Lynx box set you know come on we're all waiting on it aren't we, we all? <laughs> there is something really annoying about having to spend money on really practical items I don't like I'm, I like having my hair cut oh it's just I resent spending money on it but um, <laughs> in lockdown one found out the results of, uh, of doing it at home oh. so now I've understood why we do you that you pay the money yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly and uh, the barber shop has retained my business in the village <laughs> we'll talk about the news in a little bit yes. uh, that's coming up we're going to delve into the headlines of the news to give a kind of loose dads look at the news very soon on loose dads keep listening 
Don't you just hate it when it's a bright sunny day and the sun is in your eyes and you wish you had a trucker hat to shade your eyes? And when it's freezing cold and your ears are like little ice cubes on the side of your head? Or when you're running in an ordinary t-shirt and it feels like a, an ordinary t-shirt instead of a specific running technical t-shirt? Or when you nip to the shops and you forget your face covering? Actually, that is really annoying. Well, anyway, now you can solve all of those problems with a brand new Dadsnet merch, trucker hats, beanie hats, tech running tees, face masks and more. Shop now at dadsnet.shop. This is Loose Dads, it's a load of dads chatting about dad stuff and stuff other than dad stuff as well because let's look in the news. So the big story this week is uh, is kind of continuing the kind of COVID vaccine developments. There are three or four companies at the moment. They're all developing one. The first one came out and said, ours is 90% effective. <laughs> and then someone else went, well, ours is 94% effective. <laughs> then another one said, well, ours is 95% effective. Uh, they're playing their own version of loose trumps that we were playing <laughs> earlier on. So fingers crossed, you know, there's going to be this vaccine. We might see an end to these sort of lockdowns that are happening or the tier situation. One of the people behind one of the vaccines is Dolly Parton, which is one of my favourite bits of news that I've read. <laughs> she's worked really hard at it. She's been putting in the hours. She's been... Um, working nine to five. <laughs> working nine to Pfizer, did you say? Wow. Vaccine, Take, vaccine, 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 vaccine. Come on, boys. <laughs> on a side note, do you know she's got the theme park Dollywood? Genuinely, the opening hours are 10 till 6. And you just think, surely there was a oh, meeting where Shit, someone totally went, totally missed the point there. Yeah, there was such an yeah. opportunity. No one ever thought we should probably shift this an hour uh, just to fit in with the brand. Come on. But anyway, this uh, vaccine, there's debate about whether people are going to take it. We've been waiting all year for it and then all of a sudden people are going oh i don't know if i want to be a guinea pig uh brad would you be first in the queue for that vaccine uh I, no i don't think i would uh purely because i i don't fall into the risky category so i think it would be unfair for me to try and jump in there whilst there are a lot more people that would need it sooner than myself uh the other reason is uh, i'm 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 a bit conflicted on this one because I, I am all for vaccines, but this one just for some reason just doesn't feel right for me. Um, I you know like I'm I'm used to vaccines from back in the day when they would have rigorous testing for like five years where they'd look for side effects, uh, and I'm just thinking that I don't know if you guys have seen the film I Am Legend. But I feel like we're going to have something like that where everyone's just going to start turning into zombies. Hold <laughs> on. What, is that before or after they've loaded the microchips in, Brad? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, and the only no. problem with waiting five years is that's five more years of Zoom quizzes every Friday night. No, <laughs> I mean, please save us from that. Yeah, but like, look at this. I get to chat to you guys, so I love Zoom. No, come so on, get that vaccine that. going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, for myself, I won't. I, I don't think I'll be getting it and I don't think I'll be giving it to my kids. I just because we're not in that risky category, so it doesn't make sense for me. I think it makes sense to sort of, like, what you're saying, Brad, is fair, like give it a bit of time. I mean, it's if, if Apple has taught us anything, if you're the first to download the new iOS software, you know you're going to get a few glitches. So, you know, if you let everybody else do it, then they iron out all the kinks and then you come in after. But 
yeah, like we're, we're all right. We're joking. We're not in the vulnerable category. So, right, we don't need to be stepping up. But if I was vulnerable, yeah, get me in line. Like the doctor's been good enough for me all the other times. Why is yeah, abso- a- absolutely. I think it's like it's, uh, people like my, my my folks, you know, my, my dad's hitting 60 next year. My mom's 64 next week. Um, and for them, yeah, it's worth the risk, man. They've They've lived a good life. And if there was any risks to it, you know, the, they're happy to take it, but they are in that risky category. So it makes more sense for them to take it than, than for myself. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Give it, giving it to them first. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. But then Come get on. it in me, get it in, get <laughs> it in. Like, I, I want to go see my elderly relatives. You know, I want to go see all these people. So shoot me up and I'll, uh, I'm more than happy. I had my, what's the, what's the one you get at school? The big one in your arm. BCG, BCG. which punches in the side. BCG. I had my BCG. I'm not a zombie. I'm all right. No, you see, yeah, I I agree with that, Jack. But the thing is there, there was a lot, there was like five years of extensive research after giving people that, that to analyze because there, there could be birth defects attributed to something in that. I'm not being a, a anti-vaxxer by any means, so please don't jump on that. <laughs> I can see you guys are going to be like, <laughs> sorry, right. oh, give, give his Twitter handle out at the let's, end. Let's, give his let's, Twitter let's handle. Get the, let's, get the, let's get the tin foil hats on. No, 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 no. No, it's just, uh, it's just. I know. I'm happy. I've had all my my injections. I'm happy for my boys to have vaccines. Uh, at, but I know that those vaccines have been around for a very long time. So there's a really long historical. Um, analysis on them to, to have a, a, a good representation of what the actual risk factors are of developing certain other things. So I'm, you know, I'm happy that there's that good data. Whereas this for me is now nah, give it to the risk, the risky folk. Um, if you're going to prioritize it over, uh, over non-risky individuals, but it's just some, something about it just doesn't feel right for me. It is that sort of, it's that desperation into to kind of get it gone Yeah, because yeah. it's, you know, I mean, those things obviously we've managed to phase out those sort of illnesses that we have the vaccines for because we have the vaccines for them but I just think this is such it's just destroyed the economies around the world it's it's affected pretty much everybody completely except Donald Trump so it seems weird (laughs) Um, uh, I think we're just desperate to get rid of it and see the other side of it and I've got a little I've got some sympathy with that that point of view Brad definitely that it's it's a worry to to go straight into it but I think a lot of people will think it's a risk worth taking yeah absolutely absolutely eliminate yeah. De- definitely yeah. my i my family all work in healthcare and uh, you know particularly with children in intensive care and stuff and and so uh, i've heard tales and i've you know i've seen i've seen what happens when you don't get this stuff done in time you know and and i get what you're saying brad about birth defects and all this stuff that we haven't researched yet but you know there can be some serious shit if you don't have this stuff done because you're worrying about stuff that could happen that hasn't been proven or whatever, you know? I mean, we could go we could go into a very deep conversation and I could say, well, technically the human race itself is almost like a virus or a plague on this earth and maybe it's worth a bit of a culling. Whoa! Oh! <laughs> when you're the only one that smoked a doobie in the room. <laughs> you start dropping stuff like that. <laughs> But no, Brad, absolute sympathy in your caution, because yeah, yeah. even in the joke that Jim said at the start of all of this, there's a reason to have caution. Oh, ours is 95%. Oh, ours is 96. Ours yeah. is 97. And then yeah. suddenly, because actually our one suddenly went up to 90%. Pfizer was, sorry, it was 90% and then jumped to 95 after America said theirs was 95. Like, so we want, we want it to be as safe as possible. But yeah, as quick and as safe as possible, please. 
I think we're all sort of hoping for an end to to this horrible virus because I'm I'm sick of it. I don't know about you. No, mate, I've absolutely just done. I'm fed up. Like, I'm yeah. just, but you can't complain because I suppose we've come out one side of it all right. Like, as in terms of I've not lost my job, so I guess I'm happy with that. But, God. God, this is not what we signed up for, is it? You know, I feel like you know, I, re- I always think back to New Year's night, 2020. Like we're like, Jackson was just about to be born. My, my baby he was born on the 6th of January. And we like cheers as if to say like, this is going to be the most- 2020 is going to be epic. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting a new baby and then, uh, all right, no, bollocks. <laughs> How many people have gone back and deleted their Instagram and stuff from that night going, no, it's, it's not going to be my year. No, it's not going to be anyone's year. Uh, Sparky, have you brought a story to the table? Yeah, actually- um, just something that I saw, which I found so inspirational, and it's it, this might sound wanky, but actually, no, it's positive, and I think we need more positive in 2020. But Hell yeah. Did any of you guys um, see that Captain Tom Moore made the front page of GQ magazine this Did week? he really? Yeah, at <laughs> 100 Legend. years old, right? Amazing. Like, GQ took him, they put him in an Armani suit, done his hair all brilliant, <laughs> and, and put him on the front of GQ magazine. But like that guy, what a year he's had. It's not been a shit year for, for Captain Tom Moore. Like, he, and, and here's the bit that could sound wanky, but I actually think is 100% true, and he shows that, is that you can... St- you still could yet have achieved your greatest moment in life. Like this man's a hundred mm-hmm. years old, the back end of his life. That's not an insult to say that. And he's been knighted. He's a, like made how much money for the NHS in one year and just earned the respect of a nation. And it's just like, you know, it's not over till it's over. And Tom Moore, yeah. he's on, and he's sitting yeah. there like an absolute boss on the front of GQ magazine in an Armani suit. And I think you deserve it, sir. You have showing yeah. us the way. Like, I mean, it's something when a hundred-year-old has a better social life. Than <laughs> Got more followers on Instagram. I mean, I think, I think the two people to have done the best out of this pandemic are Jeff Bezos and Captain Tom Moore. <laughs> <laughs> One's an evil super genius, and the other one runs Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to say that around here because uh, Captain Tom Moore, that is, I'm not even allowed to joke about that because um, although he doesn't live in Yorkshire, he was born in Yorkshire. And so anytime he's mentioned on the radio or the telly or anything around here, it's always Yorkshire's Sir Tom Moore, Captain oh. Moore, whatever he's <laughs> called now, even though he decided to move away quite a long time ago. See, even at 100, whole counties want to claim you as their own. Like, you know, there's yeah. still time, there's still time. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm hoping Rutland will uh, claim me at some point. I've never been, but, you know. Just... Oh, lovely. <laughs> you, just, if, you, if you set your sights low, then you can only be uh, impressed by what else happens. Uh, Jack, what's your story? Okay. Radio One are censoring Fairytale in New York this year. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, right, no, Jack. This argument, haven't we had this the last five Christmases? Yeah. Why are we we having this argument? Again, I'm in full support of LGBTQ and everything, but please, can we just stop having this argument? He says, faggot, it's a word. Like, there's a lot of words in songs that are offensive. Stop. It is, but they're all censored. They're all censored on the radio. Guys, are we trying to... Guys, are we trying to to highlight that maybe the younger generation are getting insulted by this? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I, <laughs> here he goes. I, I, I knew he'd pipe up here. I, <laughs> I don't want to support Brad's argument at all. But radio, radio 2 aren't censoring it because they sort of say, you know, our audience understand that there's artistic license and that's different to using it in a homophobic way. 
Um, but Radio 1 know that their listener base is so much younger that there are going to be people hearing it for the first time, maybe, who, who don't see, have I any can, context. So they've got I see it. this as actually pretty sensible. I think Me that's too. a pretty sensible approach. It's like, you know, it is, it is a lot about context. And Radio 2... You've got that context and, you know, there's the arguments about they're in character or whatever. I mean, I don't know why people are getting so het up about wanting to hear that word on the radio. I mean, it doesn't That's affect it. anyone if they don't hear it, but apparently they think it does. But uh, then seeing a family of a uh, of a different colour from them on an advert apparently offends them as <laughs> oh, well. Oh, man, so. don't even get me started on that. Oh, don't. <laughs> don't. Because What's that about, guys? It's basically, yeah, Sainsbury's have got an advert with a black family in it and... People are really cross. Some people, obviously not lots of people, it's just some yeah, people. Yeah. Massive racists is what it is. <laughs> You're saying that they, um, don't feel, that they don't feel represented, right? But the, the, my favourite argument to this I saw this week was, those same people, are you offended at Kevin the Carrot being on Audi? <laughs> like, that's representing you too. Like, and, and also... If you feel unrepresented, how do you think black families have felt for years when they haven't been in adverts? So if just for one yeah. year you have to look at a black family in an advert, deal with it, you miserable fuck. Or just turn the advert <laughs> off. Like, this is the bit that annoys me about offence, is just turn it off. Like, yeah. when you hear the pokes come on the radio, just turn it off. And then turn it back on in three minutes. You have control of whether you want to get enraged by something or not. You don't yeah. have to go and write a tweet about it. You can just go, oh, I don't like that. Bang. End. Oh, but but then we're getting back into you can flip that and it becomes the snowflake thing and I'm not why don't you just turn off t- turn off fairy tale of New York and don't listen to it? No, no, but I mean, come on, there's so there's so much. If we try censored everything, I, I sound like I'm standing up for the word faggot. I'm not. I don't care. I'm just saying, stop it. It's a word. Move on with your day. There's more things to be worried about. Like, is this vaccine going to be any good or not? Hey, Brad. And also, I, I, it's, I'm, the, I'm it's the same argument every year, isn't it? It, is it really is. You're right. Year. It's the same argument every year. It's like someone put on Twitter, I saw the other day, just said uh, the uh, the argument about fairy tale of New York's getting so commercialised, it comes earlier every year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I must admit, uh, uh, with this argument, though, I, I'm with Sparky. Stop having arguments on the internet. You know, we used to just get on with our lives before the internet was around, right? Just- I mean, if we, we stopped having arguments on the internet, then surely this podcast had stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, have you got a story to bring to the table? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the greatest story for you guys. I hope you are sitting down for this one because did you know <laughs> that it was, uh, it was uh, found and discovered today that monarch caterpillars headbutt each other to fight for food? Right. <laughs> and here he is, the David Attenborough of the podcast. Yes, yes. If if I could do an English accent properly, I'd be doing it. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> the monarch caterpillars headbutt each other to fight for food. Uh, that sounds like a scene from Black Friday in a supermarket in Caterpillar World. <laughs> Headbutting each other for a widescreen telly. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, they, they apparently. I, you know, I, I watched a video, and it's um, it's it's true. It looks like a whole bunch of uncircumcised willies rolling around. <laughs> no, wait, sorry, that's a different video. <laughs> you can uh, get an insight into Brad's camera rolling. <laughs> right, a caterpillar fight doesn't sound aggressive. It sounds slow. 
Mm. Like a, a caterpillar headbutt. He's like, I'm going to headbutt you. you. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like there'd be a lot of money spent on pay-per-view for that one, would there? No. But no. guess but what? I'm, I'm going to be YouTubing after this podcast. This is the second we finish recording. Bunch yes. of willies all flopping around. <laughs> Uncircumcised penises. There's somebody who makes... How do you spell makes... that, Brad? <laughs> There's somebody who makes caterpillar videos that in a couple of days' time, is going to go, what about 20,000 views? What's going on? <laughs> this is uh, Loose Dads. This episode of Loose Dads is in association with the high-powered, stunt-filled show Ricky Zoom. If you're listening to Loose Dads from the USA, then tune into Nickelodeon, or if you're in the UK, it's on Milkshake. Honestly, you and your kids will love watching Ricky Zoom Zoom. On the way, the big dad joke off. It's joke off, okay? The joke. It's nothing else. But first of all, should we ask the big question? The big question of the week. And it's all about uh, these questions come from DadsNet members. Um, and this is about spending quality time bonding with your child. How do you do that? And I guess that's going to be uh, different for all of us, isn't it? Because we've all kind of got uh, kids at different stages of life. I've got a three and a seven-year-old. Sparky, you've got the youngest. So how do you bond with your little one? Uh, well, right now he's kind of going through this stage, which is amazing. He's he's just discovered books and he absolutely loves them. Like, you know, he obviously can't read. He just, he puts the book down in front of him and he sort of looks at you like, you're going to read it. He loves Dear Zoo. <laughs> Um, and so that's pretty much the, in the last week, how I've been spending most of the time bonding with him, just doing that. And, and I put him to bed every night. Like that's, that's my duty. That seems to have fallen to me, um, which, which I love. Um, and those are probably the, the two points where I bond with him most in the day. Yeah. I used to love that. When you, when you're reading to him, do you do like different character voices? Yep. Oh, you got, you got to, you got to, got right? To. You have to. Hey, mate, I, I didn't do performing arts at college to come home and be a boring, <laughs> monotone reading dad. I'm like, I'm in full performance mode. And yeah, I love it. Like, Dear Zoo is brilliant. And the ones where you play along, I do all the noises. And it, yeah, But to be fair, you know, he, that definitely is what makes him engaged, like makes him into it. Can you do a little reading or a little performance for us? <laughs> uh, well, no, because like I kind of pretty much know Dear Zoo off the top of my head. So what was it? So I, went to the, I wrote to the zoo to send me a pet. And they sent me an... Elephant! <laughs> it was too big. And then I'd, but I'll do the elephant noises. So I sent him back. And then we do, go around. Uh, like he do loves the elephant stuff. noise. That's the big yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. We want, <laughs> we want the full... <laughs> He's in bed, man. He's in bed. We're waking up like it's reading time. <laughs> I, I, my favourite's the Gruffalo for the voices. Yes, oh. there's a lot of opportunities there. Good said the mouse. Don't call me good. good. I'm the scariest creature in this wood. <laughs> yes. Uh, what's your oh, Gruffalo voice? My favourite food, the Gruffalo said. You'll taste good on a slice of bread. Nice. Very nice. Brilliant. <laughs> I mean, I wonder- let's sack this podcast off. Let's just do audio <laughs> Audio books, that's it. We're in. <laughs> but no, also another reason why I try so hard when I'm reading is my missus is a primary school teacher. So like, I feel like she's listening in the background to make sure I'm doing it properly. And I'm <laughs> I did good, miss. I did, did I get a sticker? Uh, Jack, how is it that you uh, bond with your kids? Uh, how old are they? Uh, Jacob is almost three. Harry is 18 months. And I am uh, sort of human soft play. 
So my legs are a slide. My stomach is a trampoline. My my balls are the ball pool that they jump in with the you know feet first. But they're having fun and you know sort of bonding time, isn't it? Getting beaten up. My uh, my wife introduced our kids to wrestling, and that was <laughs> one of the worst ideas because they're really good at it, and I'm not really good at it, and it's really really hurts quite badly. <laughs> Isn't it but, weird when they actually hurt you, your own kid, and you're like, ow, that, like, it tr- triggers that weird sort of, ow, inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I took a headbutt the other day, guys, like, just a throwback, and I was like, whoa, whoa, that's not, ready to swing a few big haymakers. Like, you you spilled my pint. <laughs> Started having flashbacks to being 18 and full of testosterone. Uh, Brad, how about you? How old are yours? Uh, so Logan is nine and Cole is six. And we're at that stage where we do a lot of bonding over particular TV shows. So at the minute, we are quite fixated on a series. I can't remember if it's manga or anime, the different styles of the the Japanese artistry, but it is the Avatar, The Last Airbender. And uh, there's a follow-on series called Korra. And, um, yeah, so we just sit there and it's actually really interesting storylines. So we sit there and we talk about it and we, uh, we actually bond over these, these shows, which is really, really cool or gaming to be honest, cause they are absolute nuts. They go nuts for gaming. So yeah, yeah we sit there and we play a little bit of Grand Theft Auto five together. I show them how to do a frenzy, kill frenzy, you know, take out as many, uh, <laughs> gang lords as you can. Um, teach them young. If you're low on yeah. health, visit the prostitute. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then obviously kill, kill, kill her afterwards so you get your money yeah. back. Um, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. to get your money back, boys. Standard yeah. stuff, yeah, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> These life lessons are <laughs> truly beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's, uh, in all seriousness, uh, I think probably TV shows. And so we, what, I, what I really, and I still love, is yesterday I came home from work absolutely knackered and they were watching – Cora and basically I went and laid on my youngest bed and then they came and cuddled on me and then I just we had the laptop on my my lap and we were just it was there for an hour just cuddling <laughs> them and watching it's my favorite time to be honest absolutely it's nice time. when you can start to do those sort of slightly more grown-up things as well and yeah. you can yeah in you know there's lots of great tv around yeah. but uh, as you start to watch things that are a bit more complicated and a bit more uh, a bit more kind of deep i guess it's kind of nice isn't it yeah i mean like i I mean i've gone through those different stages i'm sure you guys have as well and uh, sparky is coming your ways uh (laughs) you know you go through your uh mr what's his uh mr tumble oh man mr tumble yeah mr tumble stages you know oh (laughs) mr tumble um and you go through all of those sort of stages and now we're finally at a point where i'm like oh actually no i quite enjoy this (laughs) this is is my bag i'm I'm happy with this guys we did um i uh because my eldest is seven and so she's sort of getting a bit more grown up. My, th- my three-year-old is really nice. We get to spend all day on Wednesday together because me and my missus are both self-employed and he's at home Monday to Wednesday. So she has him Monday, Tuesday, I have him Wednesday, and then he goes to nursery the rest of the week uh, when we desperately try and get as much work done as possible. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so Wednesdays are just a really nice day. They're just like a hanging out day. Um, and it's just, it's great fun just to kind of have that one-on-one time, which we never have at any other point because there's always so many other things going on. It's uh, it's really good. My eldest um, had started to get into going to the football 
I took her to see Scunthorpe United and she loved it. Put her off. It's gonna say poor childline. You took her to Scunthorpe, The thing is, I'd have thought he might have put her off. She was desperate to go and I was like, well, you can come, but it was a, a period of time which continues to this day where we were not very good at all. And we went 3-0 down in the first half. And um, I was thinking, she is going to be hating this. <laughs> but the second half, we came back and drew 3 all, And it was one of genuinely the most thrilling 45 minutes of football I've ever seen. And she was so into it. You know, I mean, I think she'd given up a bit at 3-0 down. But when the goal started going in, and it was just, it was, you know, that's kind of cemented how she wants to go. I mean, she can't go at the moment because of, no fans in the ground mm. and also I think some of the reasons she enjoyed it is because they just kept feeding her food uh, to keep <laughs> oh. her entertained but, or have um, a pucker but, pie love have another cup of bovril have a polystyrene pie. that'll keep you going exactly that's it that's haute cuisine scumbop united style <laughs> so that's uh, that's how we've been bonding but yeah and I think the, the youngest wants to go as well once uh, everything gets back to normal which would be nice it'd be nice to go and take him and he'll probably be put off forever because we are truly abysmal <laughs> so, um, I do really yeah. love hearing though all your different things like even you know what they've got to, what, what's to come because you know really it's, Jackson's only just starting to get cool now like I feel like we've just been his servant for the yeah. last like nine months but now he's like responding he's even though he can't talk he's got a bit of a personality so like just the thought of talking about a TV series to him or taking him to the foot or something like that you know he's just that's you don't want to wish it away but you know that's what we became a dad you know what i I think i think there's a bit of a dad thing there as well in that that sort of nine ten month you know there's a real noticeable change as a as a all the dads i speak to seem to say that at that 10 month point you start getting so much more back from them and they become your little buddy at that point rather than a baby that you're looking after you know um I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's different from mums. Yeah, I think. I think. I think it is. Though, to be honest, I think children, like f- from early on, they are just take, 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 take. There mm. is no. But it's once their personalities start developing, there, there's a relationship that kind of starts forming in a different way, uh, and then they start kind of smiling at you, and you're like, oh, that makes me feel good, or you know, then they say your like, they'll say your name, and you're like, oh, I feel so good, you know. It's yeah. it's, it's, it's it's all those little small moments that they give you that that make you not want to jump out the window yeah yeah <laughs> they, they put they push you to the edge and then they just bring you back just a little bit and then they push you to the, and then they bring it i mean they they they, they do fuck with your mind but <laughs> oh, in a beautiful way but my youngest has started he's just started mentioning and just, just talking out loud his own internal monologue which is brilliant and it's, it's, <laughs> it's comedy gold he's just sitting there the other day and just went I love the smell of nature. <laughs> Where has that come from? Brain, I'm in for that. Yeah. So it's time to, I think, get serious with the jokes. Because, you know, there's been some... Heady banter, obviously, throughout this podcast. But this is where it gets serious. This is where we start to get competitive about it on Loose Dads. It's time for the big dad joke-off. The great dad joke-off. That's joke, by the way, just it's the big joke. <laughs> Has everyone brought a, uh, a joke for the big dad joke-off to the table? Yep. Yes. Okay, then. Let's go with Jack today first. Jack, what's yours? Okay. A man walks into a bar and says, uh, can I have a packet of those new helicopter crisps, please? 
The barman looks around and he's going, oh, scampy for it. I don't think we've got them, actually. And the guy goes, oh, I guess I'll just have a pack of plain ones then. Hey! <laughs> I like it. <laughs> oh. Sparky, what's yours? Um, uh, actually, boys, before we get into this, have you heard that rumour about the... Uh, the Flora Butter. Have you had that? Have you had that rumor about Flora Butter? <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not going to spread it around. Spread it around. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, go on then. Uh, all right, save us. Uh, well, no, not really. But uh, what do we get if we dropped Jim in the Amazon? Don't know. A jungle gym. Oh. <laughs> some real, some real groaners today, aren't they? Yeah, really are. I'll need a packet of plain crisps. <laughs> I mean, the helicopter one could have gone somewhere with a chopper, so I think we should be happy with it. When we, right, come yeah. on, Jim. What have you got? Okay, for come on, Jim. Hit it. So I was, I was actually, I was reading with my daughter the other night, and she turned around and said, uh, "Can I have a bookmark?" And my eyes filled with tears because she's seven years old and she doesn't know my name's Jim. <laughs> Just the detail of you crying, Jim, to make you win that for me, man. Like, was it was it an emotional roller coaster? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> good. That's what I like to do. I like to add some heart to the jokes. <laughs> Uh, thank you very much for listening to Loose Dads. Uh, for more information on parenting, if you've got something to share, you can go to dadsnet.com. Thank you very much, Brads. Thank you very much, guys. It's been amazing. Sparky, thank you. Thank you, boys. And Jack as well. Another good one. Cheers, guys. And remember, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, do give us a five-star rating, subscribe, and leave us a review wherever you usually listen. Thank you for listening to Loose Dads. Please give us a five-star. <laughs> Definitely leave that in. Yeah, leaving that in. <laughs> Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast.